Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computers Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss an interesting story out of New Mexico that could have implications about the responsibilities of platform companies. And then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from Law 360. The Ohio State Attorney General has filed a lawsuit against Facebook, alleging that the company misled investors about the impact of the site on children and its efforts to stop misinformation. The misrepresentations that are at the heart of this lawsuit are based on information contained in leaked internal documents and testimony from former Facebook employee turned whistleblower. This likely won't be the only lawsuit filed by state attorney generals in the aftermath of the information provided by the whistleblower. Apple launched a privacy update in April of this year that prevented advertisers from tracking iPhone users without their consent. Following the announcement, a number of social media companies complained that the policy would have a prolonged hit on their growth and their profits. One example of this impact is seen with Poshmark. Poshmark forecasted holiday quarter revenue below estimates last week due to a bigger than expected hit from the recent changes in Apple's privacy policy. Snapchat also had some issues. On October 22nd, Snapchat reported a weaker than expected revenue with commentators attributing this to Apple's policy change. Now investors are suing the company, alleging that the company downplayed the significance of Apple's policy. Two weeks ago, we talked about the significant number of ransomware attacks on schools. Now Democrats in the Senate are asking the Department of Education to update its main planning document for school threats. This document hasn't been updated in more than a decade. According to the Washington Post, the senators also want the Department of Education to form two coordinating councils to share government information about digital threats and protection with schools. One of the issues that has caused the delay in updating this planning document is the question of who's actually responsible for updating this plan. The Department of Education has told the Government Accountability Office that they lack the authority to update the K-12 through threat planning document and that the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency was the government's lead agency for K-12 through cybersecurity. The Government Accountability Office says that the Department of Education's Office of Safe and Secure Schools should take the lead and that they're responsible for not only updating the document, but they're required to do so every three years. We also have some protect your neck news. During this segment, we talk about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. 
a hacker sent thousands of fake cybersecurity alerts from an FBI email address. These emails targeted thousands of recipients and could have prompted widespread panic. But fortunately, because of the suspicious wording of these emails, it made them relatively easy for people to identify as fake. The FBI blamed the attack on a software misconfiguration on its website. The hacker who's claiming responsibility for the attack has stated that they sent the emails to expose the vulnerabilities in the FBI's website. Our next piece of protect your neck news comes from bleeping computer, which found that two Android apps available on the Google play store have been found to contain malware. These apps are called smart TV remote and Halloween coloring. The malware contained in these apps is known to subscribe users to premium mobile services without their consent or knowledge. If you downloaded either of these apps, you should delete these apps as soon as possible. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step kid and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. Facebook took down a New Mexico militias group's account. Now, prosecutors are saying that it deleted key evidence. So what happened? According to the Washington Post, in June of last year, a militia group that calls themselves the New Mexico Civil Guard confronted protesters who wanted to take down a statue of a Spanish conquistador in Albuquerque. During the confrontation, shots were fired and a protester was wounded. New Mexico prosecutors blamed the organization for inciting the violence and sought a civil injunction to bar the group from acting as a paramilitary organization at future public demonstrations. Prosecutors have requested that Facebook hand over data that would confirm the identity of these group members. But here's the snag. Facebook says that those records don't exist because the company deleted them after it banned the organization as part of its content moderation policy. While this certainly hurts the case, shouldn't we applaud Facebook for finding and deleting these accounts? Well, maybe not. Some have argued that if Facebook actually deletes all traces of these groups when it takes down the pages and turns off these accounts, how can the company be serious about preventing these groups from simply creating a new account? if you don't have any material to reference to help the content moderators. It also hurts law enforcement's investigations. Facebook's response is that they have a way for law enforcement to request for them to preserve evidence. But is this enough? Should we be asking more from these companies? The other side of this argument is that what happens when we ask social media companies to keep these records permanently? Is this akin to permanent surveillance? Is this a good thing that we should be asking companies to do? Even when we don't know if law enforcement would even bring charges. Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out. And it's the DJ Khaled, All I Do Is Win Award. In 2010, DJ Khaled released this track, Celebrating Victories. This week, the Biden administration and President Biden signed the infrastructure bill. While there remains criticism of this new law, with some saying that the bill was not big enough 
and others calling it too expensive, this new law contains a number of resources that will address cybersecurity. So today and this week is an absolute win. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.